There's a lot to go over today. The Taliban spokesperson says that women's sports are unnecessary. The new governor is requiring a law to switch to zero emission vehicles. Joe Biden to enforce private companies to mandate vaccines. Illinois teacher resigns after calling a student a piece of S for wearing a mask below the nose. And DeSantis scores a big legal win and fight to ban school mask mandates. Now we're getting to all this and more in just one second. But please drop this video like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on new video every single day if you can go subscribe to the flip episode of the show the joey saladino show and all the podcast apps also if you enjoy the show and you like it click that like button comment something below and the only way this show can grow is if you send it to a friend so please do that if you enjoy now let's get right into this so a taliban spokesperson says that women's sports are unnecessary now i'm gonna wait from i'm not gonna hold my breath for all these leftist feminists out there that claim to be for women's rights and equals rights and human rights and all these leftists and Hollywood celebrities out there. I'm not going to hold my breath waiting for them to protest against the Biden administration for sending millions of women into unfavorable situations. Uh, a bunch of words I cannot say on the show without getting removed. So the Taliban has already begun their exodus of women's rights in Afghanistan. Uh, someone said, sucks to, to see test crickets canceled for smaller nations, but Aus Australia pulling the plug in Afghanistan after the Taliban ruled no women's cricket was totally justified in the right call it uh, call it exposes women's bodies. Okay, bro, let's just be honest. You don't want women's sports or women's rights. Uh, the Daily Caller reported that women in Afghanistan will no longer be allowed to play sports. A Taliban official confirmed Wednesday in cricket and other sports, women will not get an Islamic dress code. It is obvious that they will get exposed and will not follow the dress code. And Islam does not allow that. The Deputy Culture Commission, ahead of whatever, whatever, told Australia SBS News. Taliban officials have previously said that women would have the rights accorded uh, to them under Islamic Sharia law. I wonder how long it's going to take for these leftists and these feminists to realize that Sharia law is, is, is a, a completely destructive, evil code archaic code that's anti-women anti-human rights at the end of the day the taliban claims that women playing sports like cricket is unnecessary and that women should not participate in activities where they are exposed uh let's see um afghanistan women confront the taliban and meet the barrel of a gun yet keep protesting let's see and it just shows some women um these women got balls. They're protesting against the Taliban right now. I'm just gonna skip through. I don't. I don't know what they expected from that. Uh, there is going to be the biggest human rights abuses that we're gonna see in recent years coming out of the Taliban from a, as a direct result of the orders and the actions of Biden, who was voted in power by the same exact people that claim to be for humanity, for human rights, for feminism, for this, for that, for that, for that, the other thing including Hollywood, promoted by Hollywood. If Hollywood actually did care about human rights abuses, uh, they would actually put their paycheck on the line. They would, one, stand up against China. Two, stand up against Biden. Stand up against the Taliban. But no, they're not going to do any of that because they want to secure the bag in their own pockets. Um, they don't actually care for the stuff that they're acting like they're preaching about. Uh, and that goes the same thing for these Democrat voters that are, have been completely silent over what's going on uh, right now due to Biden's actions. Uh, their solution is let them all, let everybody just flood into America. That's their solution. Instead of fixing a problem, instead of liberating people, 
uh, instead of uh, maybe not getting yourselves into a situation where people are going to be uh, thrown into very unfavorable circumstances, their solution is, well, they're a bunch of refugees now. Now we got to care for the refugees. They don't care. They, they do things, they act in ways that just make the problems worse and keep the problems going, and they create refugees. But once they're refugees, send them to America, all of them, every single one of them. And if you don't, you're a bad human, bad person. Because, you know, we don't, we don't want to create refugees. We'd rather fix their situation at the very least or not put them into a situation where they become refugees at the very least. But, hey, we're dealing with the left. No, no consistency to their madness. Um, the best we can do right now is make talk about it, I guess. I don't know. So the new New York governor, whatever her name is, signs a law requiring switch to zero emission vehicles. Now, I said this from day one, that uh, she's pretty much just Cuomo in a wig. Uh, they're both completely dickless. Now, let's read. Governor uh, Katie Halcher has decided to lead her new administration by shaving off what little freedoms New Yorkers have and left in retaliation to the, uh, to the rest of the world, in, in relation to the rest of the world. Um, now, here's another thing. Um, first off, the, the first, the first female governor of New York state, uh, only got that way because of an actions of a man. So I don't know, just pointing that out there. So, so much firsts for women, like, you know, Kamala Harris, so many, too many firsts for women that, uh, you know, world's richest woman literally just divorced the world's richest man, but you know, feminism, um, so tweeted out news she signed legislation that require all in-state sales of new passenger cars and trucks to be zero emissions by 2035. Let's read. Uh, she signed a law requiring all vehicles sold by the state to be zero emissions by 2035. The law would apply to ATVs and other off-road vehicles, but not heavy-duty vehicles. Heavy vehicles that run on gas are expected to be phased out by 2045. Now here's the thing. This is not something that the government should be requiring. Why? Because guess what? There's already a shift right now. There's already demand to cleaner vehicles, cleaner emissions. First off, this could, there's a lot of time for this to get reversed. If this place, if, if New York can elect a Republican, this will get reversed probably almost on, on the first day. Um, but that, that's irrelevant to the matter. It shouldn't even be up to the government to, to decide what you can and can't buy when it comes to the emissions. First off, all these big major uh, automotive companies that are all making a shift to, I guess, cleaner. I mean, people are forgetting um, how dirty it is to uh, mine lithium. But let's continue reading. Uh, the, uh, the, the Daily Wire reported who succeeded the whatever reduced the greenhouse gas emissions affecting our client, particularly in transportation sectors. Holcher and her quest for electric vehicles seem to have forgotten how equally horrible lithium mines and refineries are for the environment. While electric vehicles do not burn fossil fuels, they are powered by lithium batteries. Chile is one of the world's largest lithium producers and has, uh, has run into massive issues while mining. Ennis Energy explained in order to begin operations, miners drill holes into salt factories to pump salty minerals rich brine to the surface. The hulls are then left for a period of 18 months so the liquid can evaporate before returning the scoop of the lithium uh, carbonate, which can uh, then be turned into metallic lithium. But this process destroying local ecosystems and polluted rivers and grasslands with hydrochloric acid. The same problem has occurred in nearly every other place that lithium has mined, and that the, the lithium mine in Tibet, toxic, toxic chemicals have polluted the river ravaging fish populations 
Uh, it's been tweeted out that she signed a law, okay, and her quest for electric vehicles, I just forget about how terrible lithium mining is for the environment. Leaders like Kathy uh, Hugg do not care, uh, take take care in their decisions, and they do not care if freedoms are stripped from the constituents nor the cost of their actions. Their actions based on what they might have popular for their voters. Now, here's the thing. This is why it's important to let the free market operate and to let our demand operate as we see fit. I do believe. I'm not one of these people. We well, let's just gas guzzle. Oh, who cares about the environment? No, no, no. We should be always striving to keep a cleaner earth. We should always be striving to. And typically, I, I'm I'm just gonna assume uh, as you get into cleaner and cleaner energy, I, I, there's less waste being produced. Uh, at least to my knowledge, maybe, maybe that there's an exception to the rule. But as you get cleaner and cleaner, as you advance more and more, what we've been seeing is less waste being produced, more efficiency. As cars have been getting more efficient over the years, they're they're producing less waste. One, there's an efficiency mechanism that comes into that for economically. You want economically efficient uh, products. And two, there's a demand for wanting economically efficient products. Also, there's a demand for wanting clean products. Let the free markets work out. Let the free markets innovate. Let people act the way they want to act. When the government strifles uh, uh cuts down on the free markets and the freedoms of the people uh it kind of forces things to go in a, in, a, in certain ways and typically what we've always seen helps the people at the top more than it helps anybody else in existence also acting like you're gonna ban the sale of gas cars how many years 10 years 15 years down the line 14 years down the line like that's gonna save the world now, let's be real by then there may not even be a need for such a bill. The free market might just be demanding X, Y, Z. There may not even be a need for that. This is a pretty long time of way. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, New York is still completely screwed, and I urge everybody to just get out. If you live in California New York, get out. Move to a swing state. Joe Biden is to force private companies to mandate the vaccine. Are we really surprised that this is happening? Because I am not. Uh, I would not be surprised if they start locking us up in our homes. Oh, wait, they already did that. So Joe Biden has moved to force private businesses to mandate vaccines to their employees. Uh, someone tweeted out, uh, Biden, uh, he is disappointed in the Republican governors who plan to resist this vaccine mandate and are threatening legal action. Joe Biden, they are not threatening legal action. They're promising legal action uh in the in the end your reckless actions yesterday will cost you your office so back in december 2020 just before joe biden was inaugurated he said i don't think it should be mandatory i wouldn't demand it to be mandatory during the news conference in delaware it will do everything in my power as president to encourage people to do the right thing and when they do it demonstrates that in uh that matter he said uh Almost immediately after entering office, he flip-flopped from his position. Well, are we really surprised about him flip-flopping? Uh, it was tweeted out, Joe Biden, on the vaccine December 20th. I don't think it will be mandatory or whatever. Now his administration is moving to mandate vaccines in any area that he believes he has the authority to do so. Now Joe Biden has openly admitted that he would like to institute a national vaccine mandate, but knows he doesn't have the power. So instead he began mandating the COVID-19 vaccine in the areas that he does have the authority to do so. The Daily Wire uh, reported companies with at least 100 employees must require their employees to get vaccinated or submit to weekly COVID testing under the new Biden administration plan to combat the coronavirus and encourage vaccinations. 
They're acting like this is the end-all, be-all to, oh, this is this this will be the one that will end COVID. This tyrannical order, this tyrannical order will be the one that ended. No, 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 this one will be. No, that one will be. Remember when Biden said, oh, I have a plan for COVID. We're going to handle it. That was it. We're handle COVID. Well, what, hap- what happened from that? Oh, I, th- I thought you had a plan. Your plan was to handle it. Now, now you, oh, man. Biden is also expected to mandate the vaccine for all federal workers. These workers do not have the choice to opt out and submit to weekly tests. This would also include military. The current administration moving to require all members of the armed forces to be vaccinated. Now, it does not include actually uh, uh, the, the federal USPS employees because they don't want to crumble the infrastructure from people quitting. Uh, I guess something similar, similar scale. We've seen that happen with was the airlines. Uh, I think United Airlines wanted to require their people to get vaccinated and the other airlines did not. I think the other airlines saw, okay, if we're going to require vaccines, we're going to lose X percent of our workforce, and we're probably not going to find more people to work, and it's going to crumble the infrastructure of our airline business. So that that right there, that right there, I guess that example is is partially the free market at work, where if everybody, enough people say no, if enough people are ready to say no, it will put such a jab into the infrastructure. And I think that works better when it comes to private businesses. If there's a big company out there, who um, wants to require their employees to get vaccinated, and if this is a company that cannot afford to lose any employees, especially in a job market where nobody wants to work. The employees have, have more power now over their employers than ever before, in my opinion, and I believe now is the, your chance to make a stand. Well, good luck replacing me because nobody else wants to work. You're in this position where you can make that stand against your employers. Unfortunately, now employers are almost not, they don't even have the ability to make that choice and make that option because they're going to be fined into oblivion if they don't fire you, if they don't require vaccine mandates. They're putting, this is the problem with the federal government. It and one government overreach. It does not allow us, the people in in a, in a free market, does not allow the will of the people to properly work in the way that we see fit. We're a country of supply and demand, money moving around, people moving around, people going from here to there, there to here. And when the government comes in and they put this cog in the wheel, it stops those gears from turning. Maybe those gears will pop. Maybe they're trying to install some some new crappy gears. Whatever it is. I don't know where I'm going with this analogy, but I think you get what I'm saying. Is if there was nothing in a, in a hypothetical situation where there is no mandates, no nothing at all, what will happen is the free market will decide what... Is there a demand? Do people want to patron businesses that are vaccinated, vaccinated or not? Or do they not want to patron businesses that are vaccinated? You know... And the free market, you as an individual, you as someone without federal government big or big government interference can make that decision on what's better for one, your community, one, your city, one, your state, one for your peers. You can make that decision because you will have that power. When the government gets involved, you lose all that power. Why? Because it's two different things. It's either people who want to use the government in order to push what they want on everybody else against another person's free will or two it's the government you know the government also using that to overstep their boundaries uh, absorb more power um and they're acting like like th- this vaccine stuff right now let's be real 
even if we did all hypothetically get the vaccine, there would just be another problem for us to do more of this, more of that. What Some of the most highly vaccinated countries are still under some tyrannical lockdown orders. Or they're not even seeing, I think it was like um, Israel or something, I think it was the most vaccinated country and they still got COVID, they're dealing with it. Well, I guess that wasn't the end-all be-all. Let people be free. Let people act as they see fit, okay? If you are a high-risk individual, let people have the freedom to stay home. Maybe give resources to the people who are of, of high risk to allow them to stay home until maybe things settle down at the very least. Maybe don't ship uh, sick people into nursing homes and surround them by the high risk. Maybe when you expand hospital resources, maybe actually fill up those hospital resources instead of cramming people all into the same room. And I'm talking about when uh, they, they shipped in the U.S. Mercy ship, I think it was, or uh, they made large encampments of ICU bed tents, you know. How about we utilize these resources that we have at our disposal to handle any type of influx? No, no, no. A Democrat solution, you know, there's two different solutions. One, let people be people. Let them make up the decisions for themselves. Make them absorb the risks. If it seems risky to them, maybe they'll weigh their pros and their cons and they'll get the vaccine. Maybe they'll stay home. Maybe they'll open up a shop for high-risk people only to make themselves feel safe. Maybe they'll say, well, guess what? People don't care about it. I, I'm not going to require anything. Not, see, people have options. People have choice. People have the ability to choose. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And the government stays out. You have the ability to choose. And you can do whatever you want. And there's always going to be an option for you. Because there will always be a demand for what you want. But when the government steps in, the government gets involved, you lose that ability. You use that freedom of choice. And it just creates a complete and utter absolute mess nine times out of ten almost every single time it creates an absolute mess and now we're just dealing with this stuff and it's just going to be a massive power grab it's not even about the science it doesn't even matter what the science says even if there was a hundred percent guaranteed proof if everyone takes this vaccine it will be over the next day even if there was a hundred percent certainty of that still shouldn't be implemented that's not the point point is it should be up to the people it should be up to the will of the people it should be up to people like me and you to take it upon ourselves. Hey, if you're scared of COVID, maybe maybe go to a city that where everyone's vaccinated. Maybe patron businesses where they require vaccinations if you're scared. Leave me that alone. Don't don't try to force Joe's Pizza from down the street to force a vaccine when you're not going to even go there. Go to Billy Bob's Pizza. They're requiring a vaccine. Shut the heck up. Leave me alone. You go to Billy Bob's Vaccination Emporium. I'll go to Joe's Pizza. Leave like leave me alone. This is why I believe that there there should be that freedom of choice. Uh, it's a reason why uh, I go against a lot of what Greg Abbott and DeSantis are doing when they're mandating against the vaccine. I believe that's just going to make problems even worse. I believe people should have the freedom and the ability to go anywhere. And I don't want to hear HIPAA laws that does not apply. Uh, you know, I, I can go on about that all all the live long day. I made multiple videos about it. Any type of any type of comment that you can possibly put. To say that I'm wrong, I've most likely responded to in a previous podcast, and I don't want to get into it again. You can just search it up. Um, really don't want to get into that again. It opens up a whole can of worms. But guess what? The more people listen to me, the more they actually change their minds and they open up their 
So an Illinois music teacher resigns after calling a student a piece of S for wearing a mask below the nose and vows to become a better human being. Now, I'm so happy that they resigned. They were probably going to be fired and the school was probably like, just resign so we don't have to fire you and you can still get your benefits or something. I don't know. They, you know, people do those things. But hey, I am a firm believer in forgiveness and, and helping people move on and, you know, we're, we're Christians here. We're Catholics here. We're religious folks. We're better than the people on the left where they just believe in cancel culture. You're done for. Your life is over. I do believe if this person will become a better person, if they are truly sorry, then I believe maybe, maybe we should give them a second chance. Um, they might be just saying this just to, you know, save face. Uh, but regardless of the fact, I am glad this person is no longer teaching. <laughs> So an Illinois music teacher issued a resignation letter, and a now viral video showed him cursing at a high school student for incorrectly wearing a face mask. In the video, Scott uh, Grelantino, a former music teacher at Glenbard North High School, uh, can be heard yelling and threatening to call the police on the student. The text ran across the video, my friend had a mask under his nose and this Karen went crazy, got in his face and cussed at him. Uh, I'm going to just play the video. You're probably not going to really be able to hear it too much. Um, my friend has a mask under his nose. Okay, let's see if we can hear it. Now, they're just freaking out. I don't even want to play it because, you know, they say words that will get us. Um, I'm not. Otherwise, I will call the police. I'm serious. You can be heard saying in the video. Um, I mean, this is another deranged leftist that have been completely brainwashed by the mainstream media. And so how many times do we need to see situations of completely deranged human beings teaching children okay teaching our youth teaching high school teaching middle school teaching elementary school how many times do we need to see the deranged left this is why it's so incredibly important to pay attention to who's teaching your children at school becoming vocal when it comes to your children at school now i believe that should be the most vocal crowd moms and dads when when your kin is being affected by the radical left i don't know what what else can get you up to go vote? I don't know what else can make you go to that school meeting and demand a change. Uh, because if that doesn't do it for you, then nothing will ever do it for you. And you're kind of just wasting space and you're allowing the left to inch in. One, remove your rights and two, brainwash your children. Granted, I do see a lot of parents being extremely vocal out there defending uh, their children. Uh, when it comes to uh, what these schools and what these teachers are doing. And I love seeing that. I believe everybody should, every parent should be extremely vocal when it comes to that stuff. So DeSantis scores a legal win in fight to ban school mask mandates. So Florida Ron DeSantis on Friday scored a legal win in his fight to ban mask mandates for children in schools across the state instead of allowing parents to decide what is best for their kids. And the DeSantis administration filed an emergency motion asking an appeals court to reinstate the stay on his order to ban the mandates, the first district court of appeals in Tallahassee granted the stay Friday. Uh, first district court of appeals just granted the state of Florida's request to reinstate the stay, meaning the rule requiring all Florida school districts to protect parents' right to make choices about masking kids is back in effect. Um uh, oh, that's okay. I thought that, I thought that's all they wrote. DeSantis filed an appeal last week. The appeal filed to the first district court of appeals to house is aimed at overturning the decision of Judge John C. Cooper, Leon Court District Judge Cooper, previously that DeSantis had overstepped his state authority in July executive order on masking 
in schools. Looking at the legislation order in question, Cooper said that his masking mandates do not need to include a parent opt-out of all according to the whatever. The ruling enabled Florida County Board to put mask mandates in place if yet if they choose. Yet the AP reports DeSantis' appeal now stays. The ruling means that they are at least temporarily suspended. Uh, following Judge Cooper's ruling, a spokesperson DeSantis released in a statement saying that the decision went against parents' rights and ignored science and fact. Now, here's the thing. Doesn't matter what the science and the facts are. One, because your science and facts are different than mine. Two, you believe men are men and uh, you believe men are women and women are men. You believe men have vaginas, men could give birth. Okay, our science is on two different levels. Granted, our science, we might have some people saying X, Y, Z when it comes to COVID and the vaccine. That I might agree that might be bad shit crazy. See, doesn't matter. The science is a sliding scale based on what side you're on. Also, the science is constantly rapidly changing. So it shouldn't be up to one specific entity or one size fits all of the science that is keeps on changing, a science that nobody can agree on. It should be up to the individual person on what they believe the science and those facts are to make the proper decision uh, for their family. And it's not surprising that Judge Cooper would rule against the parents' rights and their ability to make the best educational and medical decisions for their family, but instead rule in favor of elected politicians. This ruling was made with incoherent uh, jurisdiction, not based on fa science and facts, frankly, not even remotely focused on the merits of the case presented. I mean, if they do want to talk about sacks and, uh, uh, <laughs> science and facts, uh, we can just talk about how children are, uh, I, I think uh, Rand Paul called it out on Fauci when it came to children not being, you know, at risk pretty much at all for COVID. And then uh, Fauci was like, that's not true. And then Fauci was proven wrong. Um, and Ron Paul was proven correct. So maybe we want to talk about the facts and science. We can go we can go that whole route, but that's not the point. The point is freedom. The Sanders correctly predicted the appeal would ultimately prove success. Uh, it'll be appealed. We'll end up getting it back, he told reporters. Now, here's the thing. This is, this is why you kind of don't need government to do anything. If there was a deadly virus going around killing if it was just as bad as they're saying it is, if 1% of people who, who COVID touches dies, if we're seeing lots of children die from COVID, if we're seeing the parents die from COVID because of a spread in school, if, if we see any of that happening, what do you think people would do if governments said nothing? You think people would be like, oh, well, I'm just going to keep on sending my kid to school, completely maskless, unvaccinated. I'm going to keep going outside. I'm going to pretend like nothing's wrong, and I'm going to go get myself killed. No. People weigh their risks. People, if whenever there's even, like, any type of—I remember when I was in school, and there was, like, little outbreaks of, of things, of little viruses. They'll send a note out, hey, there's an outbreak of this. You know, be cautious. Watch out for your kid. You know, make, make sure they don't have this, whatever it is, or chicken pox, whatever it is. You know, they'll send things, hey, be aware. This is what's going on. You know, be aware. Make, make the proper precautions. If there actually was something that was going around so bad, one, parents would say, you know what? I'm not going to send my kid to school. We'll try to work something out at home that's safer. Or two, you know what? It's not so bad. I'll just send my kid with a mask. Or maybe, hey, it's really bad. Let me just get my kid vaccinated. Or, hey, it's not so bad. It's nothing. Let me. So you have that freedom of choice. People have the ability to, to, to weigh the risks. Uh, based on the reality of the situation, based on what is actually going on, and that should be the right of freedom. But what the Democrats want to do, you don't have the right to freedom. It's one size fits all. Whatever I say goes. Doesn't matter if I'm correct or not. Your freedoms don't exist. Guess what? Freedom is dangerous. The left knows that. They they don't want you to have freedom because they believe it's too dangerous.
they believe you're too stupid and maybe they might be right maybe they're maybe they might be right maybe people are too stupid to be trusted with their own freedom but that's not up for it's not up to anybody that's nobody's decision to make but our own hey if, I, if, if my freedom gets me killed from covid for not taking the vaccine that's my choice don't use me don't, don't play me up as a as a as a case study I made that choice. Hey, if I die from COVID, I, I made that choice. My freedom, my free will, I'd rather die a free person at that point than get the jab. Who knows? Maybe if someone came to me and said, hey, without certainty of a doubt, if you don't take this jab, you will actually die. And we prove it right here. Here's your blood samples, yada, 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 whatever. I'll be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll take the vaccine. Because, hey, hey, for me, hey, I'm weighing my pros and cons, either dying or taking a jab out of my own free will. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll take the jab. Don't want to die. But as of right now, I am not a risk to my knowledge, of any of these things, young, healthy boy, to my knowledge, <laughs> you know, I have to throw that in there in case something tragic happens, you never know. Anyway, guys, let me know you think. Please drop the video like, subscribe, turn the notifications on you to single day. Now, this show only grows if you guys click all the engagement buttons and share it. This show doesn't grow at all. We're flagged in the algorithm completely. Also, if you want to listen to the episodes of the show, you can listen to the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Go there, subscribe right now. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. I'll be back in my regular setup in a few days. Um, peace out.